folks. Welcome back to the iHealth channel, the NBC network, um, the FitnessFab channel. I mean, we're, we're all around the network right now, and <laughs> iHealth Radio with your host, Hurricane Age. Uh, again, our topic is going to touch on a lot of things, and uh, we might even go into business, and uh, we're going to go health, mindset, you name it, because my guest today is a mindset coach who actually works uh with people to help them be better be better and specifically men to to get them to be better husbands better men better fathers you name it right and uh, he's got a very awesome story about how you know uh, this whole thing manifested for him and uh from business world you know so 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 without any further ado i have with me patrick tromley patrick how are you man i'm great how are you I'm doing terrific and uh, glad to have you here. I know we've we've had uh, a couple, you know, we have a reschedule, but it happens. And you know what? Better late than never, as we say. <laughs> I hey, I'm, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Sorry I had to reschedule, but we're here and oh, let's no, get it. No, bro, there's <laughs> nothing to be sorry about. I mean, it, it happens to the best of us. We all have last minute things and emergencies occur. I mean, it, it is part of life, right? I mean, you, you know, you're peachy at 99%, but there's always that 1%. <laughs> and that, that hits anyone watching or listening. I don't care who you are, where you are. Uh, things can happen suddenly, last minute. I mean, changes happen and it's part of it. And that's actually, believe it or not, that could be a topic on its own. I mean, adjustment and adaptation and just last minute, you know, uh, kind of tweak and, 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 you know, it could happen and everything in the business world, in the personal life, in, you know, in everything. I mean, really, you have a plan, plans don't work. Even in, in, in strategy, <laughs> you put everything together, you align it and then, oops, there's a change and you got to adapt to it. You got to change, you got to shift. And uh, if you're rigid or you're solid on, on your path, you might not be able to recover, but if you're flexible enough, you can make it up. I mean, that was just a quick tip on on on, a, on, on us just rescheduling here, but really, I mean, it's like you, you'll you be surprised, folks, like things that happen and what they can mean in, in a bigger uh, context if you want to look at it that way. So, anyways, um, Patrick, let's talk about your story, because uh, there's some interesting stuff that, that you've experienced uh, before you got into this whole business of mindset coaching. So, let's go there. Yeah, it, it was definitely an interesting path to get here. Um, I started back in 2000. Well, actually, I started in the mortgage industry when I was 14. Worked on and off through high school and started, you know, shipping and insuring. So packaging up boxes, taping up the boxes and carrying them around. I think they're using me because I was a young, <laughs> young 14 year old. Uh, but I worked on and off through high school and then night crew during college. And then when I graduated college in 2006, I went in full time into a wholesale account executive position. So I was the representative for the bank working with mortgage brokers to bring business into the bank. And that was 2006. Had a great year, 2006. Killed it in 2007. I thought I was a man. Uh, you know, I was on top of the world. First year out of college, made six figures, had minimal bills. I was a, I was a man. And then 2008 happened, and I was out at lunch. My boss texted me, "You need to get to the office right now." That never happened before, so it was kind of scary. Company wide conference call. I was at Washington Mutual at the time, and we found out on that call that Washington Mutual was being shut down. So that was not expected. So we scrambled, tried to find another bank to go to, landed at a bank called Home Savings of America. Uh, they were pretty small in the wholesale division. So we helped build them up. I had to rebuild my business again, became the top producer for San Diego. 
and then got promoted to regional manager. So I was running the top producing region for home savings, the Southwest region. We were doing well. And then 2009, almost 2010, FDIC came in and shut down Home Savings of America. So at that point, I <laughs> didn't know what to do, scrambled, bounced around a couple other banks, uh, made $35,000 that next year, had a big piece of humble pie served. And luckily, my fiance at the time was in a much more stable position and was able to support me, which being a man and, and thinking I, I was the man was a tough thing for me to deal with internally. It was a, a tough pill to swallow. So fast forward, I ended up bouncing around a couple other banks, went to a credit union, was not a good idea, then landed at a, another company which was looking to build a wholesale division. So I helped them build that up. We did very well, again, became top producer in that region. But it wasn't, I felt like something was missing inside. I wasn't doing, it was always about making that next check, getting the next deal. And the, that's how the mortgage mortgage and industry suits me. Mortgage and real estate industry is, it's always about that next deal. It's, it's insatiable. And so it wasn't sitting with me, right? We were doing well financially. That wasn't a problem, but I wasn't whole. I didn't have something and I didn't know what it was. So I started going into that self-development path, going down that, trying to figure out who I was, how I could be better. And I hired a mentor and my mentor really kind of opened my eyes to what I should be doing. And I was always asking, how do I make that next check? How do I get that next relationship to get into that realtor's office so I can get business from all of them? And really he told me like, I like to say he slapped me across the face with it. And he said, it's not what you need to do. It's who you need to become. And I kind of sat there. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? And, he said, you need to listen, listen to your conscience and that's going to kind of guide you. And I always ignored it, right? We all have that voice inside that's telling us to do certain things. And for the longest time, I ignored it, ignored it. But then when I started sitting down and listening to it and really, really interest, getting into introspection, right? And, and being alone for a little bit and going through that, I realized that it is who I need to become. That's what my purpose is, is to become that best version of me. And then give that person not only to my family, but to everybody I, inter I interact with. And so that's been my process is going through this and, and really working on myself, getting that mindset built to be the best version of me across the board, mentally and physically. And through that process of, of really trying to create that best husband, dad, and leader for my family, I got into great shape. And so that kind of built momentum behind me. Now it's like, okay, I'm doing the right things. I got a sense of fulfillment. I got a sense of inner peace because I was in alignment with my conscience. And because of the changes that I went through, I saw the positive impact on my family, my kids, my wife, and my wife and I have always had a great relationship, but it went to that next level. And my youngest son always comes into my office at, at the end of the day and always wants to go to the park. And until I had that mindset shift, that epiphany, we would go maybe half the time. I'd tell him, ah, let's go sit on the couch first. Let's, let's hang out for a little bit. I'm tired. You know, I've been working all day. And when I'd tell him that you'd see his shoulders kind of slump over his head, go down, and then he'd walk out the office. But now every time he comes in, as long as we're not going somewhere else, we go to the park and he lights up, his eyes get big and he runs and grabs his shoes. And seeing that impact on him just by putting his needs ahead of my own, that really drove me to want to help people, to help men specifically, but to help everybody become the best version of them because that's really what our family deserves. And so that's what I work towards every single day is getting 1% better than the day before and really inspiring and, and pushing people to their full potential. 
and mainly because that's what our family deserves. And as a husband and leader and dad of three boys, I have to be the best example of a man that I can be because I'm creating three other men and I need them to be positive forces in the world that contribute to society, that lead by example, that are healthy, that are really just solid individuals that can create another generation of that and, and have this positive impact, not only stay here in my house, but go as far as, as we can push it. So that's really kind of the, the path that I've taken to get where I'm at today. That's a quite a bit of, of uh, a lot of stuff there that happened over the, I guess a couple of decades, I would say. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but, it's but, been know, a while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, listen, you, you know, it's funny because a lot of the stuff that you talked almost that kind of we alluded to that idea of that adaptation and shift and change and stuff. Uh, and, 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 you know, frankly, what you've gone through, I think most of the people that are listening, watching right now, either they have been through it or there's a point of life where they, there's going to be a shift in their life. You know, I, I can tell you this folks, just by experience, no matter how you think you got it right, you know, there's always some nice little, you know, left and right swings that come, <laughs> you know, you get blind, you know, uh, uh, sighted all the time in life and, and yeah the best plan you have and everything you can have is always things that you might not figure out. And sometimes it's out of your hands. I mean, you know, again, great example is the pandemic. Again, I I've repeated this particular example a couple of times because it's one example is that you did not see coming and uh, you know, and that's a big one, right? Worldwide. But there's things that can happen in the family can happen in life can happen at work. I mean, that's the most common thing. I mean, I talk to people all the time and that's a very repeated theme, which is, Oh, I was working. We got laid off. Company closes. There's that. I've been there myself. I mean, I've had similar scenarios at just as you. You know, I, I was just talking to someone earlier. Literally, one one day we were on a trip. We were having great in this company. I come back. The next day I get a call. We shutting down the company. The ownership doesn't want to continue in the state of New York and we closing. That was it. Simple. Now imagine you have to call everybody and where it's a wrap. And it's 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 a literally a, a very difficult, you know, place to be. Uh, you know, I mean, you have to readjust things, and sometimes you're not prepared for these things financially or mentally, and it's a big challenge and it's difficult. And so, folks, here's the, the good news: is as you can see, you have Patrick, you have me, and I'm sure you know someone who's been through it, if not yourself. You will get over it. I mean, you know, you just have to be resilient, be patient, and don't lose hope and don't give up. I mean, there's opportunity. Sometimes things happen for better reason in life and you'll find yourself in a better place you actually have gone to the better you know you right now and you are not only helping you and you've helped yourself and family now you're helping others so it changes the dynamics but i want to go back to the real estate world and and the mortgages that's a tough place to be that's a tough game now i i have a little bit of real estate in my background myself but not in the mortgage although i've worked with mortgages and stuff you know for property and uh, i mean obviously sure. if you have a property you have to go through mortgages i've worked with mortgage brokers but being in that side of the business you know it's lucrative it's great but you know as you said 2008 was not great for for many uh, a lot of people lost their uh, jobs a lot of people even lost their lives after that stuff people yeah. just couldn't take it you know uh, many losses, you know, uh, both financial and in life. And so it was a very difficult time. Uh, and then we, you know, I mean, again, these these things, they keep going up and down. You have to know that no matter what, expect that there might be some turbulence. 
I mean, when flights take off, you know, they always expect turbulence no matter what. Even if they think that it's clear, it can happen. So turbulence is part of life, and we just have to to be ready for it and always have a backup plan. Now, sometimes you can have the best backup plan, and you still, <laughs> you know, fail it, or it's still, you know, not enough, you know, and, and that's that's just what it is. So, again, just listening to us talking today, know that you just have to be prepared. Now, we hope that never it never happens to you, and maybe you know, there's a percentage of people that never go through it, but... The odds of that being, you know, the average of us, you know, is probably slim to none. So, so let's not go there. Let's not have, you know, I mean, listen, I'm a positive person. All I'm telling you, no matter what it is, that's the positivity part. You're going to go through it. You're going to face it. Mm -hmm. You're going to go head on and you're going to make it work. And that's really what you have to to know. And, but if you can cushion that somehow, let's do it, you know? And I, I love what you said. Like, you know, it, I mean, look at you, you are in a nice six digit, you know, you know, realm. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know, at a, you know, a fraction of what you were making, which means now I know that when you go to that level, I'm again, I've been there too. When you're making that kind of dough, you, you roll in that dough a little better. Oh, you, know, yeah. you enjoy yourself, right? You have better car, yeah. you have better house, you have, you know, your expenditures are, are, are up there as well. It's just, it's just the way we, it's, our, it's, it, it's a lifestyle. It's, it's a, a lifestyle. lifestyle at that point. It's, it's unfortunate folks, but you know, and, and by the way, there is, you know, uh, a way around it you know if you stay completely like you know i don't care how much money i have i'll still wear just no brand i will still you know okay. the cheap watch and stuff now but here's the thing you live once sometimes you want to enjoy yourself and you see other people enjoying themselves why not i mean there's nothing wrong with having a prize that you are focused on to make life with you know but know that it, it can be you know a little bit disturbed or disrupted when when things happen and so so again as long as you're aware that it can happen you know and, and a lot of great guys will tell you and i'm talking about great you know inspiration folks out there they'll tell you if you can't afford it don't buy it but at the time you could that's the problem we can right. you know and you just but then you just drop i mean literally you drop you know i don't know 50 percent, 25 percent, you know uh you know from 100 percent of, of what you make into a 25 percent ratio that's yeah. a big dent. And so it will impact you no matter what. And it can happen anytime, anywhere. Uh, you work for companies. Unfortunately, let's let's face it, folks. I mean, companies are companies. They, people come, people go from the CEO down. You know, things happen. And then the higher you go also, the harder to find positions or replacement you know, uh, positions because that's all it is. There's a few of them. And so it, it varies. Now, you were in the sales end of it and, and making things happen. That's always a commodity that you can pitch and you can bring with you anywhere. And that actually gave you a little bit of, of a, a break because you were able to get through, but you're right. You were buzzing, you know, because you're trying to find yourself somewhere else. And that journey is a little difficult. So, but, but thank you for sharing that because again, uh, it's, it's an, it's a real thing that happens to everybody and everybody should be aware of it. And when, especially our younger folks, you know, where they're still fresh in their life and, you know, full of energy, ambition and hope, and we want them to have that. But just be prepared that, you know, things happen. Now, you don't have to experience what we've experienced. But you know what? Plan differently. Maybe have different backup, you know, systems, whatever the case. Have a second career on the side. Whatever. Don't, you know, learn from our mistakes. <laughs> that's that's all we have yeah. to say. You know, that could work as well. But, but, but there is something else that you talked about is that you have become a better man, you know, because your lifestyle changed. You actually did something that a lot of people in the same position you are and i've had a few they got a mentor sometimes you just get stuck and you don't know what to do and you seek help and that's exactly what you did you seek the help and the help you know i love what you said it's not 
how you know what are you doing it's who you want to be i think that's what you stated and that's right. a very that's a very important thing it's not you're right there's a lot of stuff we can do but like who do i really am and and what do i be, want to become and things like that that makes a difference you know in terms of how this and that shifted your mind and changed the whole thing for you uh physically mentally and em emotionally and financially right. it's right. a full it's a full transition and again 100%. sometimes we need these tough times to get us to that point and that's really sometimes a wake-up call you and and many people who have been through a shift will tell you it was that tragedy it was that big moment you know where something you know shifted into live and that's when you kind of like Ooh, wait a minute and then you yeah, find you're yourself forced. <laughs> yeah you're, you're forced to make a change right and and it's it, again it's it's the best way to approach those situations in my opinion at least based on my experience is to focus on the kind of person that you want to become like you're saying right it's not how do i become successful or how do i get that nice watch or that nice house or that relationship it's who do I need to become that attracts those that, are, that already has that life that I want to live? And by embodying those traits and those habits and that discipline that that person has, you bring that life to you. You attract it to you because you elevate your frequency, quite frankly. And when you're vibing high, you bring positivity to your life. And that was the game changer for me was understanding that, one, it's not about me, right? It's not about my feelings, what I want, how I feel. Am I sad? That That's really re irrelevant. It's who I need to be for my family. Again, coming back to that individual, that ideal individual. And the more we can align our thoughts and our habits and our energy with that ideal person that we want to be, the better our life is going to be, the more peace we're going to have, the more joy we're going to have, and really become a servant leader. And you find joy in, especially as a man, providing for your family and giving your family that life that you feel they deserve. And that was my mind was blown when I had that epiphany and it really, it's, it, it's a game changer for lack of a better term that right there, if people can understand that focusing on becoming that person, instead of all the flashy stuff that they may have, the cars, whatever. But if that person has that life that you want to live, if you study their habits, study what they do and really try and emulate them and, and bring that into your life, you will get there as long as you don't quit. Right. Like you were saying earlier, Stuff's going to happen. Adverse, adversity is going to come into your life. That's almost guaranteed. If you keep your focus on the long game, right, that ultimate version of you, and you keep working towards that individual, it doesn't matter the storms coming here or there because you have a plan and you have an action course or a course of action that you are pursuing and you won't be thrown off because that ideal individual has that life that you want to live or that life that you feel your family deserves. Well, thank you, Patrick. I mean, it, it's a it's a great you know concept of it's really who you are that needs to change because everything else is still out there. You know, like you, you can do everybody can give you the formula of success, but if you are not yourself changed enough to be able to to adjust and work towards any formulas, you're not going to do it. I mean, your right. discipline, your self discipline, your confidence, all these things have to be in place. Your beliefs, uh, and and your like 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 your real. Uh, focus what well, is your family you have a different mission you know you have more of of a more of a noble i would say um target in life a goal and that's actually it is like you want to be the better version of you because not only you because you care for other people and you want to be that and that's actually where you're at the higher being level and i love what you said about vibing frequency by the way it keeps repeating itself as as a discussion with a lot of you know guests that i've had 
this whole thing about frequency and vibrations, you know, we sound, we think that's radio business. It's a human business nature too. It's the energy levels is like, you know, you really just at a higher pitch and, and that's all it is. Sometimes we hear and that's all we know, but then you get adjusted, tuned up to the next level frequency. And now the world becomes something different. And we have that capability. Any one of us watching or listening, doesn't matter what part of the world, doesn't matter what your circumstances are, you can and you will if you're willing to do it. I mean, obviously there is that. Yeah. Now, 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 I mentioned confidence, self-confidence. That's a big deal. So, Patrick, yeah. what, what do you say about that? Because I know there is a big deal there for anyone watching or listening. If you're not confident uh, in your abilities and your ability to, to make a, a difference and change and be a better person, you know, you're not going to do, you're not going to be able to do things. So let's talk about that for a second. Sure. Yeah. Confidence. I mean, I believe that self-confidence and belief in self comes from putting the work into yourself. Somebody that is not trying to get better physically or mentally, you're not reading to get smarter. You're not working out to get healthier. You're not going to have a high level of self-worth. And it's simple because you're not putting effort or energy into creating a better version of you. So the work instills the worth, right? So the more you pour into yourself, the more you try and get better, the more you try and level up all facets of your life, the more worth you will have, the more confidence you will have because you know, hey, from this time to this time, I do, I go to the gym. And then from here to here, I read. And then I do all these different things that make me a better individual. And because of that, I have the confidence because I know I'm working to get better. And you build the momentum because you start to see the results, right? If you think of it from a health and fitness perspective, that first couple of weeks when you go to the gym and start eating right, you're not going to see the results. But as long as you stay with it and you keep pushing, you're going to get to see those results. And when they start to come, then you get re-energized, you get that momentum and you keep going and you're, you're confident in yourself in the gym and you're confident that you're going to lose that weight that you're looking to drop. And it's the same thing in every other aspect of life. The more you work on yourself, the more confidence you build again, because you are putting that work in. And again, that, that work is, is crucial, right? And there's a reason why the flight attendant tells you to put your oxygen mask on before you help anybody else. You can't pour from an empty cup. You can't help others unless you're helping yourself. So it really does start with self and the self-development and really pouring as much time and energy as you're able to spare into getting to that next level mentally and physically. Well, you know, it's amazing that, you know, you have to optimize yourself, right? And it's funny because, you, again, this this keeps repeating itself. The idea that we're going to be changed, you know, just from a perspective of financials and stuff. You know, some people do not connect that to your self-worth and your health and your body and your looks and everything. All of that attaches to that, you know. And, you know, anyone that knows this business well enough about how we function as a humans you will know that these are all aligned. You miss a couple of pieces, you're not fooled. And everybody that has, you know, uh, acquired success in their life and became successful in a form, shape, you know, shape or form, whatever it is, you know, and whatever they are today, they haven't changed their life to where they added, you know, a, a fitness, you know, formula in their life, a great nutrition you know, program in, in their health, you know, so they're healthier physically, mentally, and then they can perform better and everything else. And that's actually, it's like, it it almost like we have, you know, if you go to talk, I mean, you're, you're working somewhere, nobody's talking about that. You, very few people actually attach fitness and, you know, uh, nutrition to a healthier performance in life, in, in the business world and everything else. But yet the people that actually are achieving things, you'll find them, they have 
every day or at least they have a weekly you know program where they work out they they watch what they eat they look good now that's it i want to just clarify something when we say look good here whatever your body's shape is you know we're we're not telling you you have to look a particular you know cut you know like you know become chiseled or whatever now that's a that's a preference if you feel that's where you want to look that's great but we're talking about being healthy nutrition wise and and getting the right you know feed you need a lot of nutrients, you know, to actually your mind, you know, work better, to yeah. your blood, you know, the whole thing. Even your sleep and all the stuff, you know, is necessary to actually be your, you know, optimized version, right? You know, mm -hmm. so it's not about the look and shape. Now, we refer to, I mean, you, listen, doesn't matter. Guy to a guy can tell you this. You know, when you 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 turn you you take your shirt off and there's a little bit of fluff somewhere, you're not happy. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, and exactly. by the way, I, I don't care who who's who we are. I mean, we all we might not tell people that, but it's what you say to yourself when you look at the mirror. Oh boy, something is off. You know, this is not what I want to be. Well, no, exactly. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> if, you, if you think about it, like when you were a kid, when you pictured yourself growing up and being successful and living the life that you want to live. I would bet that most people didn't picture themselves out of shape. Or words. I love that. Out of shape. Let's call it that. Right? Yeah. Like they pictured themselves healthy and fit and in shape. Some maybe thought veins everywhere was what they wanted to be. Some maybe not. And that that's where you have that variance, right? Or that that preference. But nobody pictured themselves soft and squishy and, and round, right? I, I don't. I think you can take that to maybe, the bank. Maybe, that, right? maybe, so. maybe someone, but, 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 but that, there's, there's one thing to that. Just sorry, Pat, I just want to add that is that here's the thing. The reason you don't think that way, because you know, that comes with unhealthy issues, you know, sure. diabetes and sickness and illnesses and exactly. stuff. So the reason you all think that because you, you think you're going to be so optimum, you got to keep, you know, the same shape across your health and across your life. So you can live a healthier, more vital, you know, more, more full of vitality life type of thing and really enjoy that lifestyle, right? Enjoy your life through. Definitely. And and as you age, things happen. So you have to build that, 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 that foundation from early on. And like I said, I mean, again, someone can say to us, Patrick and Hurricane, you know, I love my set bubblicious, you know, it's all good. <laughs> I love my little, you know, fluff. It's all good. My wife enjoys it. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what where you are and you feel good about it. That's exactly the bottom line. But, you know, does it really give you everything else that you are? Are you happy? And, you know, someone could say, I am. Again, we can't we can change. That actually is going to lead us to the next piece, which is the core piece, which is the mindset shift. But you are going to say something, Patrick. Well, I was going to say, depending on the situation, right, that you're, you're describing there, could you be better if you were in better shape, right? Maybe you're happy. Maybe you're okay with what's going on. But could you be better? Could you have a better life? Could you be a better example to your kids? Could you be a better? Could you be better if you were in shape and in, in better shape? And the answer to that for most people is yes, right? Because it unlocks confidence, like we mentioned earlier. It unlocks that ability to push yourself more when you have that discipline and you know you can go through the hard stuff, which that loss can be hard. Muscle building can be hard. Getting in shape can be hard. But you built the discipline already through going through this process of getting in into shape and getting fit that now that confidence you have, it's going to allow you to be more aggressive in other areas of your life to create, again, create that life that you want to live. So you may be happy, you may be comfortable, but what if it could be better? And that's where I think a lot of people kind of 
they settle, right? They settle. I'm, I'm comfortable here. I'm cool. This is good. I have a good life. My wife loves me. She says she's attracted to me. I may not like necessarily what I look like in the mirror, but this is okay. But if you take it one step further, none of us were created to be, to live an okay life. I, in my opinion, we were created, we were put here to live the best possible life that we can have. And if a little sacrifice with what you're eating, a little sacrifice with your time, your free time now is gym time. And that allows you to reach that next level to propel your, your family to that next level. Meanwhile, you're showing your kids how somebody takes care of themselves to create that life they want to live. Maybe it's worth getting a little uncomfortable and getting out of that, that zone of, of complacency and, and pushing yourself. Well, you know, I, I, I've been using a, a nice little concept of it's time to get uncomfortable with uncomfortable. Uh, and, and again, that is just, the reality of things and you know we all love comfortable stuff we love the comfy you know world where it's easy right but but easy doesn't really get it done you know nope. you know the, you know life is not easy and just as you said no one wants to just have a mediocre you know passing through this world you want to have the best optimized version of you and outcomes that you can get and, and you know everybody now some people settle i mean again there's different levels but at the end of the day i think everybody would agree that you want to have a healthier life, a better life, a good family life, and, you know, very, you know, um, what do you call it, exciting, you know, active to a degree. Right. Someone says, well, I love to watch just to sit, you know, lounge back. But that's because sometimes we get to a point where you can reverse it and you feel that it's over and you just settle, as you said, keyword settle. But here's the thing. You you gave a great example for like earlier when we were talking about your, you know, change and, and how it is you were looking at your son you know wanting to to work out you know to hang out with you and go to the park and you were not able to do it like yeah, i'm tired that's exactly where we are now when you are optimizing you you have all the energy in the world and you're really uh, different you know then you can do more with your kids you can enjoy life differently you can do activities that you couldn't possibly do you know before yes mo watch movies that's fine everybody does that we all have that you know ability i mean yeah. it's, sometimes it's good for the mind it gives you a relaxation Absolutely. but but you know it's not the the day-to-day -day life you know you want to do stuff and it's also your health i mean you know your health needs to be 100 percent you know as it's supposed to be which is everything is working correctly you breathe in well, you have muscle is important because for a lot of things, you know, and, and as you mm -hmm. age, that muscle is going to be important for you. Uh, you know, so all these things are going to be important. And if you get it to a certain point, it's difficult to go back. The harder it's going to get, you know, if you go, let's say to forties and the fifties, and now you're getting closer to sixties, it's more difficult to actually get in shape the way you would do it. Now, it's not impossible. Nothing is impossible. Everybody can, you'll be surprised. I've seen people in the eighties that look like, you know, forget about it. I mean, they're really amazing. Right. right? But, but it is, those are the exceptions. But if you want to be not the exception, just be who you are and just continue that way you can. And, and you will live happy. I, a lot of fathers and I, yeah, I can tell you, even just by difference of age, I have, you know, a, a kid that I had a long time ago when I was younger, much younger, when I had him, I was much younger, so the energy level was already up here. When right. I had, you know, there's a, an 11 years between my first child and the last one. And so the last one, the energy was a little less. Now I compensated through, you know, working out and doing stuff. I keep in shape sure. as much as I can. Now, of course, we all get the lazy moments. You drop here and there, but you have, again, you look at them here. It's like, oh, now I got to do some stuff about, it, you know, and you're going right. to keep up yep. with yourself. You set the target. Now, again, we say, we're saying this with 
the mindset that it's not a very simple, complicated process. There is some difficulty in this, but sure. again, the mindset is how you see things. So, so you work with people to kind of switch that. You, in your case, you did that switch. You already you got the mentor, and all of a sudden you started shifting. Like, whoa, this is not the way to look at things. This is a better way to look at things. And now you became a whole new person, a much vibrant person, a higher you know frequency you know guy. That actually is emitting that whole frequency and sharing with others. And that's the other thing. It's not about just us, folks. It's the world that we are, we live in, the environment, your family. That's that's the first people. Love what you said. That example always keeps coming back again about you know putting your mask on the plane, right? Yeah. You can't help anyone if you're not helping yourself first. I mean, you got to be in shape to be able to assist others. And you know, so that's 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 the first thing. And then, of course, when you see your close ones happy. You're happy. They have everything. Of course, yeah. That, that's everything. I mean, it. It's a different feeling, folks. You know, and you don't have to feel pity. You don't have to feel, you know, oh my God, you know, I can't do this and start worrying about a lot of things. Now, can you get sick? Doesn't matter how happy you are. You can potentially get sick. I mean, there's so many ingredients in this world that can do that, but the odds get lesser and lesser if you are keeping up, you know, and doing all the right things, right? I mean, again, we're just doing taking the necessary steps. There are no guarantees, but you're. Much the, the probability of you getting sicker, you know, you know, in one. And I love what you said. Can you do better? I think everybody can do better. Can sure. we all? Can we want anyone? Would you like to make another extra thousand? The answer is probably yes. I don't care where, what what currency you use in the world. Can you have maybe a bigger house? Maybe now someone that says I'm content. I love in 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 a tent and I'm happy. There's nothing wrong with that. Again, your happiness is what you make of. You know, that's that's different. That's a choice. But but would you, you know, if you have the ability, if your choice was like, you know, I want to do more, would you do that? You would do it. Now, again, this is st still a concept of where you stand today. If you think that's where you are and you're happy, then there's nobody that's going to change that. The only one that can do that is you. And and that's right. something that you're going to see, like before yourself. If the, something is not giving or I'm not having a good relationship, I'm not really doing well, I'm not feeling okay. Then start asking the questions. What am I doing wrong here? What's what's the what's the holdup here? And you'll start asking those questions. You're gonna find the answers. <laughs> and and 100%. Patrick, you, yeah. you can help these people find the answers, right? Right. And and that's that's a great point because I like to obviously I work with a lot of men. I work with women as well, but a lot of men, since they're mostly married men with families, when there's issues at home, I always like to ask them, What are you doing? Where <laughs> Point that finger at you. What can you do differently to, to fix this problem? Because as the leaders, 90, 95% of the time, there's something that we could do differently that would alleviate this problem in a second. And so when we start with ourself, again, back to that, right? Starting with ourself and improving ourself as a leader of the family, if you can fix yourself and optimize, like you said, that's a great word for it. If you can optimize your being, mental and physical, it's going to squash a lot of problems before they start. Because you have that mindset now that it's not about me, it's about who I need to be for them. And in a family, as the leader, as the husband, you need to be the servant leader, right? You need to provide for your family. You need to give them the life and everything in it that you can. And so when you have that point of view or that mindset about your roles and responsibilities to your family, it makes a lot of things a lot easier takes away a lot of complication from a lot of different things because it's it's really a simple question. Does this make me better or does it pull me away from that guy that I'm trying to create? And if it's something that makes you better and pushes you closer to him, then there shouldn't even be a thought about it. Yes, I need to do this. 
And if it pulls you away, then again, there shouldn't even be a thought about it. No, that's not for me. I, I got to leave that over there because that's going to pull me away from being a better dad for my kids or showing my kids how a man loves on his wife and shows affection to her or buys her flowers or provides everything, right? Pays for the stuff in the house, funds the vacation. And really for me, it's about giving, not necessarily having the biggest house or all the flashy stuff, but it's about the experiences and memories that you can create with your kids. There's a lot of things that you're not going to be able to do if you're unfit and unhealthy, and that's going to be a detriment to your kids. So when you realize that me being selfish, which was my problem, I was a selfish, like I, I like to say a selfish man child. I focused on what I wanted, how it made me feel. When in reality, I need to be focusing on my family and what can I do to give them that experience that I didn't have or give them that memory or create that memory. And it can be something little as going to the park, like we were talking about, going to the park daily. Simple little things like that for our, our family, our kids, they're so impactful. And to us, it's not that big a deal, right? It's 30, 45 minutes at the park. Okay, cool. Well, that's not a huge expenditure of energy or time. But I know my youngest son is going to remember that my dad went to the park with me almost every day after work. And we played and he ran and chased me around the jungle gym and all that other stuff. And there's a lot of, unfortunately, there's a lot of dads that I see that aren't able to chase their kids around the park. They're stuck in that park bench on their phone, scrolling, instead of being present in that moment and, and really giving their kid that attention and that energy and that love that they need. So really, we have to remember that it's not about us, right? Like we keep saying, it's not about us. It's about our family. It's about who we need to be for them, the memories we can create, the experiences that we can provide and give them. And when we operate from that perspective, like I said, it makes decision making almost not a thing. It just makes it so much more simple because it either aligns with what you want to do or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, it's not, it shouldn't be in your life. I, I love what you said. It's not about us. Uh, you, you know, we live in a society, right? And society is made of individuals. And then that's the, that's the basically the atom, right? And then you have the, the molecule, which is the family. And then mul multiple of us make, you know, the societies that we exist in. And, yeah. you know, it's really the building block. If you do it right, then, it, then you know that it's not about me to everybody else that's around me specifically, starting with my family and how I make them feel. Then you optimize yourself first to be that 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 the best version of yourself that you can give more to those that are around you, that's your wife and kids. Now, I love what you said, servant leader. And I want to take a moment about that because I know someone's going to be like, well, you guys are so man chauvinist or, you know, you know, it's all about men here. It's not the case. You know, historically, that's been, you know, you're the man, you have that ability to lead the, the, the family. Now, we, there are opportunities where women also can lead the family. There's nothing, as a matter of fact, you gave a perfect example with your fiance helping you where you needed mm -hmm. that and she and you wouldn't even have a problem with that. She was the taking care of business. And that's really what it is. It's a it's a, yeah. a balance. It's it's not the power. Everybody's got a role in a in a family, and it, that's just been the traditional way to do it. Now, for those people that may think one way or the other, when you're the leader, you are a servant, you actually work for everybody else. Even in a company, yeah. when you're a leader, you're not really the boss. You work for them. They don't work for you. That's that's a misconception. We always think like, you know, you got people that are working for me. No, you're technically working for them. You, you know, Even politicians, technically, they're supposed to work for the people, <laughs> not the other way around. Right. So if you think about these things, it's a change. Again, it's how you look at things. You are the leader. You are the man in the home, you know, the house. 
but that doesn't mean that the other party, your partner, is a true partner. You know, you're there for them. You do, you sacrifice. There, there, there's not one thing that you're not going to do for your family, you know, right. to make them. You do all the work, all the hard stuff so they can have those experiences, so they can have the life that they deserve. And a true father, a true husband will actually deliver those things no matter what. They'll do the best that they can to be aware. And I love what you said. When someone, oh, I don't know what's going on in my house. What is your role? What are you doing? <laughs> There's always something that you probably, and that's the other thing. We don't look here. We look at everything else. Usually that's what we right. do. We point everywhere, but here it's a good exercise to start always thinking like, what am I doing wrong? What could I possibly have done? Maybe I did something wrong. If you start asking these questions, you will get like, hmm, well, maybe if I didn't raise my voice and maybe if I showed up on time, you know, and, and you'll be like, that was easy. What the hell? Right. But but at the time you just don't realize and and if you're as you said like sometimes we we have that self egoistic person it's all about me you're not gonna see any of it it's everybody's fault but you and actually right. we do that every day most of us we have this ability that we blame the world for every single thing that's happened to us we have almost no role in the game but here's how you got to look at it folks and at least that's how we see it and Patrick correct me I see it from this way we all exist for a purpose. And our purpose has to be, you know, affecting everybody around us. And we need to know and be aware of what that purpose is to be able to deliver. And you know what? You're not, um, we're not pure. We're not perfect. We have the ability to make mistakes. So we just have to check every now and then on our abilities. Like, uh, could I have done it differently? And, and by the way, this is for business, for personal. I mean, the best, the, the first and the most important business is the business of life and family before you can do it. Everything else, you know, is secondary because everything else can finish up, you know, and, and, and move. Now it all ties in with each other, but if you can focus on the, the core things, which you did, things will become a lot better because you can create fortune. You can create opportunities. You can create businesses, Absolutely. but, you but your family is going to be there once. And if you destroy them, you know, your kids are not going to love you. Your, your spouse is gone. And you well, and it's a multi-generational thing too, right? If you yeah, screw up yeah. your kids, not only is it just your kids that are affected, it's, potentially their kids and it could cascade down generations. So it's, it's a very important and crucial role that both parents play in their kid's life. And that's why it is, it is a partnership, right? We're not equals, but we're partners. The wife is going to be stronger in some areas, a lot of areas for me. And then the husband is going to be stronger in other areas, but that's why it's a partnership, right? Because you don't want to have the same exact qualities. Otherwise your relationship's going to be lacking somewhere. So that's why when you find that person that it clicks with, you're going to be stronger in some areas and she's going to be stronger in the others. And that's why that relationship works is because the one can cover for the other or pick up the slack where the other one is coming up short. So it's, I know a lot of people get upset that I say that it's, it, we're not equal men and women aren't equal. We are made to go together though. And we're on equal footing and equal grounding. However, we're different and that's how it's supposed to be. And it's been that way forever but it's not a bad thing. That's how it was supposed to be, right? Because we're supposed to be the protectors, the providers, the presiders, and the women is or the woman is the one that's supposed to push us, support us, love us, and really be that driving force that gives us the courage, let's say, to go out and do what we're supposed to do. Because then everybody's heard the saying, behind every successful man is a good woman, right? Like a guy can't do what he needs to do unless he has that support and that drive and that love from somebody that he considers his partner. And I, I know people get upset at that, but 
you look at a lot of successful people, they have issues with their families because they've only focused on their self, right? In, in what they're trying to accomplish instead of serving, instead of serving their family and being a good husband, they want to be that dominant brute force. And that's not what I'm talking about. That's not the kind of approach that you should take. It's that one where you're coming from the place of love, that servant leader that is a successful person and not only at home, but most of the time in business as well. You know, Patrick, you know, this is not a competition, you know, men right. and women are equal in some areas. We are physically, you know, different in some areas. We are equal in terms of rights and stuff. We can do certain functions equally, and sometimes even, you know, a woman or man doesn't matter. They can still do better one versus the other. Sure. That's up to the abilities. So those are not the things you were talking about, Patrick. No. I think that's where it gets lost, you know, like, you know, right. are we equal? Of course we're equal. We can do the same job. Now, some jobs, you know, are just men are better at. Some jobs that women are better than. But 100%. really, it's a, yin, it's a yin and yang concept. It's the two together coming in as a uni, in unison to make it happen. And everybody's bringing different attributes, different you know qualities together as a unit. You become strong again. It's a team effort, and exactly. that's really it's a balanced effort. You know, it's not who is better than who is. And believe it or not, you know, women are queens. You know, absolutely, they are. We we hover around them. We are the bees. We are the workers bees. We are the soldier bees, and they are the queens. I mean, that's that's an easy way to look at absolutely. it from, from a, yeah. a, a traditional concept. We go to war. We got to fight. We do the, the hard work. We stuff. And their role is much bigger than ours because they... Oh, it's way harder. It's exactly. way harder, especially when you have kids. Bro, I, I, I'll, I'll tell I, you this. My wife travels and I, I got to do all the stuff that she does. It's a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And you do oh. it. You, I do it gladly. But but you would res you respect the work. She works. She does all the stuff. Extra, she doesn't have to. But that's the thing. You complement each other. That's what makes that's a relationship work and a family tight. And as we have started, you know, all these debates about, you know, who is function is what, and, you know, I listen, there are successful stories on both sides. And actually, same thing, I would say there are also good men behind success women. It's all that. But at the end of the day, it's that, you know, that, that real sync, you know, uh, relationship. It's that partnership, keyword partnership. This is not about you versus I. This is about us together working. And I love what you said, because if we don't do it right, and we hear this all the time, now that the divorce rates are high and everything, you see it happening where the kids don't even want to get married because I don't want to go through what my parents went. And then right. that, that, and so if their grandkids are growing up, it's like, you know, and then now you have all these, these philosophies that go on, which basically are dismantle a society slowly, but truly eventually it becomes like, nobody wants to marry anybody, <laughs> you right. know, and that, that's all there is. Then you get into all different society problems and things like that. Now, society has kind of figured out things to kind of support these these divorces and stuff. And you can still have the life, you can still have everything, but that's not how it was intended to be. That's not how it's been for like you know you know centuries. It is a modern age, and in some cultures they don't have that as much as we have in the Western world. So it is you know a challenge that we have, and it's it's almost getting there everywhere around the world. But but there's some parts where it's a little bit more tight than than you know in 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 our modern world, I would say in the Western in the U S and in Europe and stuff, there's more of that today, but really because we're losing that, that real definition of what that looks like. And, and again, people, should, I mean, I know people get upset because it's like, it sounds like the man is still, you know, leading the, the man is not leading anything. Actually, as a matter of fact, your mom and your daughter and your wife <laughs> really are the ones who are holding you tight. You know, you're basically doing your thing. 
But that's it starts with you. I mean, obviously, father figure, and then you have your mother, right? Your mother gives you the love, the, the you know, the cherishing, the whole nine. And that's actually something that you you can't your father's gonna give you some stuff, your mother's gonna give you some stuff. And that's all right. there is. Your father sometimes can be working a long hours and you spend a lot more time. And at least tradition, that's how it happened, right? Now, now in the last few decades, I mean, both parents are not even there. A lot of kids right. are raised by some third party people or daycare, right? They don't even have a relationship with their parents. That's because we've kind of got into this this financial world of like, you know, just go after the money, go after this, and we got to pay the bills. And who's who's got more authority in the house? And who's got more? See, that's the thing. Authority is not who's got the authority. We both have the authority, you know, equally. You know, you have, I have. We work together. I, I to, to, be, to be honest with you, I don't understand why people are still like, your money versus my money, your account versus my account. Traditionally... <laughs> We are one unit. If we are a team, we're a team. It's our funds. It's our everything. And you know, that's how it's supposed to be. Now, again, some people say like, well, no, my money is mine. Yours is yours. No, you manage your household as you wish, folks. We're not telling you how. But the real success formula happens when that unity is there, where that instinct is there, where that, uh, well, not instinct, not, not the brand, but that, that, that synchronized version is in there. You know what I mean? So it's all that, right? And and then everything else happens. Your kids are happy. Like, you know, you sit in a family, you know, uh, environment. Kids are seeing it. You do trips together. You know, you don't argue as much in front of the kids. Most of the arguments are for stupid stuff sometimes. You know, oh. And money. You, and money, right? And and money. Money is, 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 is evil in a way. I mean, it's good. <laughs> and it could be evil. Again, everything in the world can be bad and good. How you use right. it, how you play with it, how you see it, how you work around it is going to be the difference. And again, we're not, folks, we're not teaching you, you know, to be different from who you are or whatever. But if you listen to this concept, you know that we're not saying anything that you don't know. But right. it's just being positioned in a way, sometimes we just need to hear things to just like, huh, maybe, you know. And again, it's it's all about that. Now, that's a choice. Someone says, well, you guys decide to, to live your life that way. I, I'm good the way it is. Again, if that's the case, it is your choice, you know. You know, one day things may not happen, and maybe like you remember this discussion, like, well, maybe if I wasn't that selfish. That's the other thing. If you're not working together, then one of you is selfish, if not both, right? And and, and right. therefore, that, then that's when you don't deserve to be together. So it's it's a, uh, you know, we had a show about resilient relationship with one of the, the the best couples that I can you know look into. I mean, they're both psychiatry, you know, uh, doctors. And, uh, you know, they both, you know, are a long, you know, time married couple and they do research in this stuff and resilient relationships come with that, you know, unity working together, give and take. It's not all about me or the highway. It's about both of us getting always to a good point to decide. It's not always about a win. Who's going to be, I got the upper hand. I got the upper hand. No, it's about like, you know, sometimes you lead, sometimes I lead. Sometimes some, some situations call for mom to be the leader. Some situations call dad to be a leader, you know, right. and sometimes, you know, I'm off, you know, my game. That's that's where your wife is there for you and vice versa. One is there for the other, you know, not just for the kids, to keep the unity. And if you really care about each other, you will do that. Again, we're not talking about love and relationships here, but but it is part of <laughs> shifting your mind into becoming better. And you, you, I think your core point was you become someone better because you want to be better for your family and to be the best, you know. I mean, literally... What you're saying is like, I want to be there for them. I want to be their father figure, you know, for the kids. I want to be a good husband. I want to be optimized to them so they can have the life that they deserve because that's what you build. There's nothing, there's no shame in that, man. I mean, I, I appreciate that personally. 
you know, and, you know, again, again, here's the other thing. We might agree to disagree some folks, you know, no matter what, you know, that's just the fact it is. Everybody's got an opinion about, you know, their way of doing things and that's okay too, folks. So we respect everybody's opinion. This is just one of many opinions, it, even though this is kind of like the historic opinion. So uh, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> so it, so at the end of the day, it's, it's about putting your needs last and putting your family or your people's needs first, right? Purpose over pleasure. Your purpose should be the most important thing instead of you chasing that dopamine hit, cho chasing that, that pleasure of sitting in and watching TV when you could be doing something that's going to give your kids joy or your wife joy. Maybe you could clean the kitchen so that your wife doesn't have to, if that's what the normal roles are, just little things of, and, and really thinking about their needs instead of yourself. When you do that, relationships work a lot better. And it's not just a, a husband wife relationship. It's a friendship. It's a business relationship. It's, father to son mother to, to daughter mother to son when you put somebody else's needs ahead of ahead of yours they can see that maybe not the kids but an adult will see that and it's going to foster a a good solid symbiotic relationship right it's that yin and the yang that you were talking about earlier because you're each one of you now is looking to it, it becomes kind of like a friendly competition right how can i do something that was better than she did for me last time and when you get to that place you're winning, right? You're winning at the relationship game. It's a very successful relationship. There are still going to be ups and downs. No relationship is perfect. Mine is not perfect by any means, but I would put my marriage up against anybody else's marriage because both my wife and I come from that same kind of mindset that what can I do to help? What can I do to make her life or her day easier or better? How can I give her a break from the kids or how can I Maybe make dinner tonight and that way she doesn't have to. Whatever it might be, you're you're thinking of a way that you can give them a better experience in life, a better 15, 20 minutes, whatever it might be. But it just shows that you're actually thinking of them instead of yourself. And again, that purpose over pleasure and putting your needs in the backseat and putting theirs in the the not necessarily the driver, but in that in the front seat. That is such a lubricant for a good, smooth running relationship that 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 for me was a huge game changer in my relationship with my wife and like i said earlier we've had a good relationship we haven't had we don't fight really we don't bicker we don't really do any of that stuff and it's because like i said we come from that place of really trying to give the other person everything we can so i i people that have and i have friends that have marriage issues and that kind of stuff and they're asking us what do we do how do you guys how do you guys have fun together? How do you guys keep that relationship and that spark going? And it's, it comes from that place of really wanting to give them everything that you can. So if, if the listeners are struggling with anything like that, try that because it is, it seems simple. It seems silly to some people, but when you put somebody else's needs ahead of yours, they do recognize it and they, they take it in and you will see a different, not necessarily a different side of them, but you'll see them start to change. So they'll start to do different things because they're vibing off of you. And because you're getting better, you're doing things that make their life better, make their life easier. They're going to gravitate towards that and you're going to build and, and foster a stronger relationship. Well, thank you. And, you know, it's funny, I'm listening to you. And you know what I, I was thinking about is that a lot of the historic, you know, debate about, 
the relationship and the man and the woman, all this stuff comes from the idea that that some men, you know, put in place the the concept that they are superior in a way because they can do certain things and women can do it and they can do it. But that was that was all wrong to start with. So they're not the actual. Those guys are idiots. Those guys are exactly. idiots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those, those are the ones that ruined it for, for the rest of the world, you know, that actually did it right. And so it became, you know, what the debate is against, like, you know, the man who really thinks women are less, you know, they cannot do and they can be just, you know, limited to certain tasks will get paid less and all the stuff that's happening, which is not really the real thing. The real thing is that, as you said, is you going to give better and do whatever it takes for them to be better. And they can do the same to you as well. Equally. Listen, I do chores at home. No shame in the game, baby. You know, I, you know, it's not, you know, I can do the laundry. I can do the dishes. I can do the vacuum. I can clean out. I can do all kinds of stuff. There's nothing. And you know what? My wife helps me. I help her. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, we work together in the business. Same thing. We support each other. I'm in her corner. She's in my corner. When you get to that, that's really what it's all about. Now, you could, you know, easily, as you said, it sounds difficult. That's because one is not willing to make that transition, the little sacrifice. It's right. a little sacrifice. Your ego should not be high. If you really know about what, someone, that's the problem right there is the ego. It's like, oh, I tried this one thing and she didn't do anything different. And it's like, well, come on, man. Like you just did one thing that was kind of out of the blue. And then you expect her to completely change or completely yeah. do something. Different. This is like a process, just like losing fat is right. You're not going to drop 50 pounds in two days. It's a process that you have to repeat over and over and over. And you're really establishing a new behavior and a new, you're setting a new standard for your behavior with your spouse, your wife, your husband, whoever it might be. But you have to keep going. You can't just do it once or twice and expect things to change just like everything else in life, right? It, it's a process. It's not, oh, I tried. I'm going back. Screw this. This is stupid. She's not doing it. I don't want to do it either. That's that's a very small-minded, selfish point of view. And you have to really be in it not to get something out of it, right? It's the motivation behind it that's going to determine whether or not it's successful, just like most business ventures and anything else, you have to be coming with the right heart behind it. Like you really want to serve, you really want to give her that life that you think she deserves. You feel she deserves. You want to serve her, not, Oh, I'm going to do the dishes so that maybe I can go play golf on Saturday. And she won't be mad. That's not the right kind of approach <laughs> to take with it. Yeah, again, it's not a quid pro quo situation. Is is really you're doing the right thing, uh, it, without the expectation, and 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 by default that 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 reciprocity should exist on the other side, and therefore you have no problems. The minute there's the condition of like me doing something, if you doing the other stuff, or if we meet again, then basically that relationship is already doomed. I mean, I, I I'm not a marriage counselor here or anything, but I can tell you, it it, it would happen just like two friends you, let's say we're boys right and you and i and you know i don't come you know to things i'm not really showing up you know when you need me you know what would you need to be my friend you know you you're just gonna bounce and you know that's it i mean that's exactly what happens we're right. not made for each other and that's that happens for friendship it happens specifically in the family it happens in business it happens everywhere it's all about doing as you said it's not about you it's about the others how can right. i do you know how can i change to be better for everybody else and that's actually the best formula of anybody is that that's watching and listening. If it gets to you, I mean, obviously that's it. And and again, we have not said anything that is not something that we don't know about. <laughs> Everybody's right. kind of aware of these things. It's just right. how we, we have opinions about them. 
And every some opinions are stronger than others in terms of, of where they that that's because we tend to believe in what we believe and we don't want that change. But if you open it up to really like, hmm, really, that 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 might work, maybe. Again, try it. Worst case, what are you gonna do? Try it, test it out. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But do it with the purpose of like you want to change. And again, that goes to to your core work is that you help people mindset shift, you know, from right. where they are today to becoming better. And becoming better is only gonna happen by you, you know, transforming you and your relationship with everybody around you. And then you'll see the results. The fruits of your work is gonna, they're gonna be right in front of you. You have exactly. a better life, you better better health, you have a better relationship with people, you're smart better, probably. You have better relationship with people. You walk in the street, people are Hey, Patrick. Hey, what's up, man? You yeah. know, I mean, your energy, as you said, that frequency is going to reflect, you know, in, in a big terms. I mean, it's going to be big and it's, people will see it. It's measurable. It's measurable. And it, it's really, I didn't, I didn't believe in the whole vibe and energy. I thought it was kind of like, woo, like weirdo kind of stuff. But having <laughs> gone through the process and really experiencing it myself, it's legit like we're all energy right everything that's made up is energy and everything has a different rate of vibration that's science so when you can push yourself to grow and have a growth mindset you're going to raise that rate of vibration your energy is going to get to that next level up and because of science that means you're vibrating at a higher level right so it's it is a real and true thing and it does attract positivity to your life because that's what you're looking for. That's what you're focusing on. And that's what you're pushing and growing towards is a positive, better existence. And the way the brain works, especially is it filters out the negativity, the nonsense, the stuff that's not in alignment with what you're trying to accomplish or who you're trying to be. And it's going to dial in and focus more on that positive stuff. You're going to see opportunities in, in negative situations. You're going to see life is happening for you and not to you. So when you have that mindset shift of, okay, I'm in a tunnel, but I see that little, that little light down there in the corner. I see it and I'm going to keep going towards it because it's going to get bigger. Yeah, it sucks. It's dark and scary. But if I keep going towards that light, it gets brighter. It's that same kind of thing. You're looking for the opportunity in that darkness, in that, that bad situation that you might be in. Keep going and keep going towards that positivity because it's going to change everything in your life. And it's, it's incredible how quickly it can happen once it starts to happen, it's not going to happen. Like I said earlier, it's not going to be, okay, I did a couple good things, a couple good days. I ate right. I didn't go to McDonald's today. Why am I not feeling better? Why am I not better shaped? Well, it's, it's a process, right? And you're building the foundation and from that foundation, then you can construct that building or that new life of yours and that better individual that you are, who is that higher vibe, that higher level, that higher frequency. And again, at the end of the day, if you don't quit, you will get to that end goal, that ultimate version of you. It's just too many of us, unfortunately, stop short. And especially in business, right? We we go hard out the gate in business for six months, maybe a year, but we don't get the traction that we want. And we throw up our hands and we're done. And now we're back to our, our nine to five working for somebody else that we can't stand doing. I've done that before a couple of times. I would, I would concur to that, man. You know, Patrick, it's funny because, you know, different analogy. I mean, a plane, it, it has to do a whole push to get into a cruise altitude, right? Uh, right. You know, you taking a hike up the mountain, I mean, it's going to be rough going up, but then coming down will be a breeze. You, you got to put the work in and you have to be right. consistent. You got to be patient. You're right. You can't give up at the first, you know, little, 
oh my god you know it's a marathon folks you know it's just live and and whatever it is that you focus on business specifically same families are exactly what that is if you don't put the work and the time and the energy and the patience ain't gonna happen you know it's gonna be you know you're gonna be like a lot of people don't give it a shot they're just like oops this is not it you know and i'm out <laughs> you know they just yeah. break out so sooner than later because they just can't and again the reason sometimes people do that is because they're not putting they're not willing to make the sacrifice to be that servant as you said and, right. and that's on both sides you know and and maybe even i would say maybe even men should be even more you know servient servient you know than because you know to take away that whole feeling that you know i'm the man you know you you're the man by default nobody's taking that away from you <laughs> and that's that ego that's that ego if we can pull our ego out of the way then a lot of things change right and then you can easily step into that role as servant leader but when there's we get into the ego yeah yeah go, go ahead, ahead. No, I was going to say, there's a difference between being macho man and being a man. <laughs> right, you know, exactly. You know. That whole machismo, that yeah. <laughs> the chauvinist, that kind of, that, that's just silly. I mean, come on. Innately, we're all equal, right? But like we said earlier, some are stronger at other things than others, and we're partners. So that that stuff to me is just silly. And, and really, I think the people that first thought of that or the ones that still subscribe to that are weak. Ultimately, they're weak, and that's why they project that onto somebody else and so when you have a man that is strong in who he is in his character and understands the the proper roles and responsibilities and how to fulfill them he's not that guy that's going to tell a woman oh stay in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant you know that kind of nonsense he's going to be the guy that says hey let me take you out to dinner tonight or hey let me do this for you tonight or hey let me give you this experience or Hey, I was thinking you might like this. And, and he's going to have all these ideas and all these different experiences that he's going to want to give to his woman or give to his family. And it's, it's the weak man that tries to keep somebody down for some nonsensical reason. You know, I'm going to give an example that probably people will relate to more. In, in, in the workplace, you got bosses that have weaknesses and they have power trips. And the reason they do that, because they want to be claimed as the boss, you know, and they want to show I'm the boss. If you're really the true boss, you don't need to tell him what you're the boss. You know, your actions or you you become the true leader and people will be respectful to you because of who you are. Not because you have to flex your rank and you have to show like, you know, you're the man or you're the boss. And here, man and woman, in this case, will be the same in terms right. of like, you know, being just the boss, like I'm the boss. You, you got to tell, you do what I tell you to do. You know, right. that is not how it is. A true leader doesn't have to do that. You know, like when you have a title, you're already the manager. Let's say just the manager. You're the manager. Do you want to tell I'm the manager? I know you're the manager, damn it. I mean, you don't have to tell me who you are, but here's the difference. We, you have a job, I have the job. We are managing certain processes, whatever. Then, you know, you do your part, I do my part. I don't even have to say that. And a true leader, you know, you don't even feel that they're your leader. They're not even, you can't even tell that they're the boss. They're actually just so simple, so easy to work with that you're not. And you enjoy that relationship. That's exactly the relationship of, you know, of, of a, a, you know, a couple. There is no boss. It's, it's, we are doing functions and we are working together as a unit. Everybody's got their own, you know, uh, tasks and stuff sometimes we, we we cross over the tests and we help each other yes life is tired today i'll take over the snack you know it's like well you know keep the dishes there i don't care take care of the kids i'm watching a movie you know i mean that's not how it's supposed to be folks you know right. the best of us you know are not that you like you said it like there are a few you have some some i don't know um 
I guess, uh, inferiority themselves, you know, <laughs> complex. And they reflect that in terms of stuff. Sometimes it is just a, a literally, uh, they need help sometimes, you know, folks, you know. And, and by the way, there's no shame. If you're not sure, ask. There's resources out there. You talk to yep. a psychiatry or a psychologist, you might find that there's something that impacted you. Again, we talked about the ripple effect for family, that you know, from generations. Maybe it's something that you just learned over time and so it became part of you. And you can get rid of that easily. But, you know, it's not, you don't put that, you know, or, you know, you see a lot of couples sometimes like they're dominant, you know, like, oh, you know, if you look at someone, you be like, you're scared, like, you know, I'm oh my God, the decision. It's not that. And so here's the thing. We talk about decision making. It shouldn't be one person decision making. It should be together decision making. You know, now, unless there's a default, listen, you take care of this. I don't want to deal with it. That's okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's important. Sometimes you have this, you take care of this, I take care of that. It's agreed upon stuff. But this is, again, it's all that shifting, you know, from one side of, of thinking to a better side of thinking. You're basically evolving into this better being. And this actually, to your point, in your physical aspect, in your relationship with your family, with your kids, and in the world, because that's what it is. If you are that person, you're going to be that person everywhere else. If you are the good person, you're going to be the good person everywhere else. And so where would you like to be? That's a question that everybody should ask themselves. Now, if you don't know that and you do need help, we can start with with Patrick because that's what he does, right, Patrick? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's. I want everybody to have this experience and and feel this way and have this energy with their families. It was a game changer for me. It completely changed who I was to who I am now, and the impact for me. My main driving force is the impact that it's had on my kids. I speak with a lot of guys and a lot of my clients will send me texts. They'll send me videos of them playing with their kids and it'll say, Oh, I haven't gone outside with my kid in six months. And you see the kid just running at the park, big old grin on his face, just loving life. And that for me, like I, I get emotional sometimes when I get some of these things, because it's like, that's it. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. And look at the impact it's having on your kid because our kids are so innocent. Right. And they look to us for everything. And most of us at one time or another don't put their needs ahead of ours. And so we gravitate to what makes us feel good. And it directly has a negative impact on our kids, me included. So now for me, it's every day I make sure that I do something for them because of the impact. It's, it's really just seeing their faces light up that gives me that joy and seeing my clients and even people that aren't my clients that are sending me these, these text messages that's what it's all about is, is really giving the kids that life and, and especially the wife too, right? I haven't taken my wife out for six months. We haven't gone on date night. I'm getting text messages from clients saying, hey, weekly date nights tonight, going out again. And you see on social media, you'll see pictures or, or in person that you can tell that they're almost in that lovebird stage again. It's, it's rekindling this relationship because the guy is really becoming that leader that he needs to be and it's not by force it's not by dominance it's by servant and becoming that servant and putting their needs first and it just it completely changes that man from that selfish man child that i used to be to really providing a, a high quality a high standard of living for his wife and for his kids and to me, there's nothing better than seeing that because those kids now are going to remember that. They're going to see that. They're going to perpetuate it down because we're either handing our kids bad habits or good habits. They're going to inherit habits from us no matter what. 
So to me, it's it's better to give them good habits, show them how to support their family, show them how to show affection to your wife. Because the house I grew up in, I don't remember seeing my dad hug on my wife or seeing him give her kisses or even like pinch her butt kind of thing. You know, it's so I make sure that my kids see me holding on to my wife, giving her kisses, smacking her butt every now and then doing all that kind of stuff that it fosters a good relationship. Right. There's still fire there. It's not OK. What do you want for dinner? I don't know. It's not that mundane partnership that it could be any two people. It's a man and a woman who truly love each other. They want to give each other everything and and have a great life and create an empire together. And that that's where we win. That's where we succeed. And our kids see that. And then you're you, you're you're spreading it out, right? It's cascading not just in a linear fashion. It it kind of flows outward to others as well and and you're having an impact on society as a whole and hopefully if enough of us do this we start to impact more than just our our small society our little town or city but states and countries and and really the the world as a whole and i know that sounds kind of grandiose but you get enough energy moving in the right direction those kind of things are possible you you know it's not that grandiose i mean again if you go to the basic elements the, the family is the first unit right and then there's multiple of us and it doesn't matter again, cultures, whatever. This thing crosses borders, crosses everything, because they're very it doesn't matter what beliefs you have, what religion, these are the same across all. Everybody yeah. should have that. And that feeling is the same. Maybe different ways of, of, of showing the affection, whatever can can be there. But in essence, the same. I love what you said. It's that spark, it's that that light, that 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 flame is still there. I mean, again, you need to keep that spark going. I mean, if once you get yeah. to a relationship, like a marriage relationship, that is. It's not for overnight business. It, this is a long term until that do us part, as we say, right? So right. it ain't gonna be the same if you're just basically after a couple of years. That's it. I mean, you're in darkness. It's it's gonna be very monotonous, bad, dark, and it will actually crumble quickly, you know. And that that's sure. the end of it. If you look at and you ask questions to all the the older couples that are actually you know lived together for 40, 50, and sixty years, you know that's what they did. They kept that flame going, and you'll see them still going. They still do trips yeah. together. They still have fun together. They still hold hands. They still do all kinds of stuff, go to dinner, and they still have that smile and happy. It's not peachy. They still have their bumps, but it, it the bumps are less than the actual good times. And so that's really what it is. It's a matter of doing that. You know, I think what, what your work, Patrick, is really giving people purpose. And there's no better purpose in life than actually having them, you know, focus on what matters the most, which is their immediate family. And if you do that, folks, I mean, everything else is is just, you know, a bonus in life because you will be happy at work. I mean, think about it. If you walk, you know, you had a good, happy home, right? And you go to work. Do you think that you're going to be, you know, bad and perform well, you know, wrong? No, you're going to be excited. You're going to be, you know, looking forward to that. And then you can't wait until the job is over because you want to go now home and you're waiting for something. But if the home sucks... You might, you might run there. You might do all the bad things there. You also can be in a bad mood. You know, you're not happy. You're going to snap at everybody. Stop by the bar on the way home, have a couple of drinks, then come home not in the best mental state. Exactly. It's, it's, it can definitely it's, get there. <laughs> you know, but but really, it's, it's you know, you are giving folks the right, you know, ingredients to, to rechange and reshift to a better life, to better self. And really, that changes stuff. Now, when we were talking about society stuff here we're talking about big things right because if you can again make this difference with you and your environment immediate environment that's just gonna trickle to the others and you said it other people are seeing like what's wrong how how you guys do it you know now 
again, ultimately, you got to find that right match, you know, and, you know, sometimes that may not happen. But then even that, if you do it right in the first place, you will know who that match is. You just don't rush into relationships until you find that right. You know, there is that energy, that vibration. Love what you said, that we are energy. And yes, we are. I mean, literally from a physics perspective, we all atoms and electrons and, you know, quarks, whatever. We are the same thing as any piece of the universe. And there's quite a bit of electricity and, and energy just generated through us. And that's all there is. And yes, we have different connections, different vibrations, and we do have that. And these things are, like you said, it sounds woo-woo business, like, you know, some some magical, mystical stuff. It's not. It's the, the science that we exist. You know, what we're seeing is one thing. The world itself is something totally different. It's, it's just energy, pure and simple. We don't even understand it, but you can see those projections. There are people that actually believe in that just realm, but... But, you know, you can incorporate it in the religious, you know, realms. You can incorporate it in life. And, and the science doesn't, it's not phony. It's real. So it does work. And yes, you are vibing. When you go to a room, you can easily get attracted to good positive energy versus, and you can easily, you know, receive the bad energy and know what it is. Sometimes you get into, you know, a place with someone, you automatically, like, you know, just your energies don't vibe. Like, literally, you just, I meet you in a room. And we're not vibing by default. And there's sometimes I just talk to you. Woo, this is my man. I'm mean, we just like, you know, right. shaking hands. Oh, it's like best friends. Yeah, yeah. It's it just like instant. And that's really what it is. Some people just present that. They project it. Some people have none or have just so much negative that you don't even get a sense. They they don't really even, it's like a magnet, right? You, you, you get your right, you know, <laughs> you know, partner here. You just attract the right energy, law of attraction, right? You know, so right. there's all kinds of stuff, you know, that's out there that's real. It makes a difference. Now, so Patrick, you do this work uh, remotely, or you have to, to have you know people yeah, with you? Yeah, it's all it's all remotely. Um, we do very similar setup to this. If the person isn't local, we'll hop on weekly calls, check in on them, gauge progress, make adjustments. Um, really, just hold them accountable is one of the biggest things, right? Because for me, that was one of my big issues was that I would say that I was going to do something, but at the end of the day, I do it when I felt like it. And so having somebody to hold me accountable, put my feet to the fire, say, you said you're going to do X, Y, Z. Did you do it? That is that is a crucial piece for most people to start from point A to get to point B, right? It's it's having somebody outside of your initial home or your, your immediate home holding you to what you said you were going to do. And I, I think a lot of us, and I I still struggle at times, but we struggle with keeping our word to ourselves specifically and that erodes that self-confidence and erodes you from becoming that better version because you don't have that confidence. You don't have that self-trust that we talked about earlier. And when you do that enough, then you end up having low self-value and it's just a real low vibrational state. It's real negative. It's nobody wants to be there. Everybody wants to be feeling good, vibing high, like they say, and, and really pushing and, and creating a better life. And so the more we can do that and the more I can get in front of people and, and really help them see like, Hey, yeah, this situation sucks maybe, but look at this aspect or look at what it's allowing you to do or how it's allowing you to build resilience or build the skill of overcoming this, this hurdle that your life has right now. And it's, it's a, it's an awesome thing to watch people really see that they have that power inside of them because we all have it already inside of us. We just need to move the, the the stuff that we put in the way through years of living and, and having bad experiences with people or having good experiences with people that have affected us one way or another. We need to remove those things to let that power come out and really take control of 
our lives and in our actions and in what we do. Yeah, I, I love what you're saying. It's like we all have this. That's the good news. You know, it's not something that you have to borrow and get. It. It's all in you. It's just a matter of shifting. Again, it's it's diving in and just kind of removing all that that cover business and get the real gem that we all have. And that's there. That fire, that energy, that positivity is all available. Everything else, we're supposed, that's our default, but we get really rusty through everything else that we get, bad experiences, bad influences. And then it just gets so deep that we forget that we have it. And 99% of the people that, that go through these transformations, they can tell you, they had it all along. They just like, it took one, you know, flip switch, you know, boom. And they're like, wow, I got this. And and it's just much better, you know, a place to be. It's just amazing. Now, now, Patrick, question to you that you also use uh, nutrition and, and ex exercise format and all the stuff and you give them the whole Definitely. thing. What, what's that time frame like for someone to through your program? Well, it, it depends. I mean, it depends on the starting point and what our goals are, but minimum somebody is going to need probably three months if we're looking to drop some fat. It, again, it depends. It's hard to say somebody that needs to drop 60 plus pounds because a lot of us have gotten into the very unhealthy range and we have a lot of weight to lose. So you have options, right? I mean, my programs, I offer a three, a six and a 12 month option. It just depends on, on the person's situation, which one's going to fit them best. Um, and, and this whole process of creating this ideal individual, it's a lifelong thing. It's not like you're going to, okay, I went through this six month program and now I'm perfect and I'm, I can continue on in life. It's no, it's like, this is a constant process for me, especially, right? I, I try and get 1% better every single day, but in terms of dropping fat, that can be that that's a faster process than building muscle, right? Building muscle is a slow process, but once we dial in the nutrition and we get a good training plan lined out for you, it can be, three months to drop that 30 pounds. I, I like to say I can drop 20 to 30 pounds in, in 90 days for people that are looking to do that. And we've got success doing that. I um, mean, really it takes about 90 days for your mindset to shift to fully commit and to fully accept and fully really understand that this is the new way. This is the new you. This is what you do now. It's not like, Oh, I have to go to the gym or I have to eat early or excuse me. I have to eat healthy. It's this is what I do. I go to the gym. I eat right. I take care of myself so that I can be the best version of me for my family. And really, that's why I leverage nutrition and fitness, because we are what we consume, like you were mentioning earlier. We are what we consume. And a lot of us eat that processed packaged food in the center of the grocery store. And that is just not good food for us. We need to focus on the perimeter of the grocery store, fruits, veg, meat, all that kind of stuff. And you get that single ingredient whole food from the earth. You're going to have more mental clarity. You're going to feel better. Your energy is going to go through the roof. And that alone is going to help you drop some pounds because that processed food is calorie packed. It's just garbage nutritionally. And it, it has a negative effect on your mind, gives you that brain fog, low energy. All of us have suffered from that. I include myself included. And, and then the training part is really to the reason, the main reason that I use working out is for the mental benefits. It's for the clarity. It's for getting into that flow state. Everybody's heard of the runner's high. Well, really what that is, is when oxygenated blood hits your prefrontal cortex, it allows it to essentially get fired up and, and turned on and ready to go. So each time you push yourself physically and you don't have to go to a gym, you can do it at your home. I've done most of my training from my garage. You can do it body weight. There's so many different ways of doing this, but the whole goal is to get you 
from a, a regular mindset, an average mindset into that flow state where you are ready to go, ready to attack the day, ready to be that best version of you for your family. And you can't get into that state if you're eating garbage food. So the nutrition and the working out or the training go hand in hand. And again, the fuel is the most important thing. We have to think of food as fuel, right? Because our body is a machine. And if we're putting in crap fuel, that machine isn't going to be able to perform at its highest potential. When you put in good quality racing fuel, jet fuel, let's call it, you're going to be able to run with the jets and, and be as as good as you can be at that given time. And then next day, when you get 1% better, you're going to be that 1% better, right? So it's that process of going continually putting in the good fuel, taking care of the body, pushing it so that you can be mentally acute and on point, repeated day after day after day, and then putting your purpose ahead of your pleasure. And really that's that magic recipe there to create that ideal individual that is a servant leader for his family and his community. Well, you know, it's funny, you, you, you used some powerful words and one of them being nutrition and not diet. <laughs> you know, a lot yeah. of people, you know, because you, you talked about losing fat and a lot of people would automatically, def, you know, defer to the idea of losing fat equates, you know, let's get a diet and just deprive and this. Nowhere you mentioned that. What you mentioned is that eat the right stuff, the right fuel. As you said, you got to pump in the real energy sources that will get you going as opposed to just depriving your body and then you get those yo-yo, you know, formulas that that eventually yep. are not consistent. Because as you said, the key, another keyword is the commitment. This is not, you know, overnight. This is not something that's going to end, as you said, three months or six or twelve. This is you're in for the duration of your life, and as long as you maintain. And plus, if it becomes you, then you, right. you, there's a point of no return where you're just going to keep up, unless some events happen in your life. At that point, you have you you already have the the steps. You can just reset yourself. But hopefully you don't have to do it. And then you also use the keyword 1%. You know, it does. You see, people think, oh, my God, I'm going to do all that. You don't need to do all that. You just start 1% at a time. And you yep. add up. You know, in time, you will get your 100%. And then you just keep, you know, you know, always resetting your 1% over and over and add in some more. I, I mean, you, you, it's, it's like you're sharing already the value. And people, if you're watching and listening, I mean, nothing that Patrick shared today or, we, or the exchange that we had today is in any way, shape, or form bad for you it's all good no matter how you slice it you know it's just a matter of whether you, you can adapt to it you can actually see the value for yourself and sometimes you might you might say i'm good i got everything i need but maybe someone that you have in your realm needs the help again some people may not want to hear from their close people maybe you want to hear from a third party it could be a gift to someone where you can say hey, listen i love you man you know, do me a favor i got you you know session let's let's talk to this dude and maybe that can make a difference bottom line is we can do good for ourselves. We can do good for others. And again, that's the power of positivity. That's the power of you always being, you know, the others versus you. You want the best for everybody else. And by the way, you know, by by just default, if you do good by two people, somehow good always finds you well. I mean, there's always that. I mean, that rule of karma and, you know, world justice, whatever, universe, divine justice, it's always going to be there. Just do good and don't worry about the rest. You know, if you're not selfish, Things will manifest to your way. You have no idea how that plays. It just, things happen. And they happen in a good way. Because again, you're spreading positivity and good vibes, and you're going to attract good vibes. But on the contrary, if things are not moving, just again, question, why am I miserable? Why things are not happening my way? And then you'll start seeing, like, am I doing something wrong here? Did I do this? And then you like, 
you trust me, folks. You'll find the answers. <laughs> you ask these questions, you're going to have the answers. You don't need me or Patrick or anyone to tell you, but ask the questions. And I think that's the key word is like, or the key, you know, uh, trick is ask yourself the question and be frank. If you're not frank, that's on you. But, you know, uh, nobody's going to listen to you. Just be in front of the mirror and talk to yourself for a minute. And you, you'll be surprised what the answers will look like. And then, you know, do I want to be this or do I want to change? Do I want to stay in this realm that I'm in or I want a, a positive vibe? And at the end, everybody loves a good time, right? I don't think someone says, I don't love it. Everybody is looking forward to have fun, whether through drinking or, or other activities, whatever they do. Well, guess what? This will give you a high. I, you, I love what you said, that, that, that high when you're running, whatever the exercise. Right. You know, you want to be on a high, but this is a different high. This is a good high, not the bad high that will actually deactivate and ruin your health. This is actually going to really just optimize everything in your life, your health, your body, your relationships, your business, everything. And every success story out there will tell you these are the same things that they do to actually get to where they are today. That's so, that's it in a nutshell. The, you start with self, build yourself up, make the best version of you, and everything changes. It, it seems very, very simple, and it is really simple. It's not a complicated equation, but it's work. And I think that's where a lot of us kind of shy away from is we're comfortable, right? But when we put that work in ourselves, we instill that worth, we raise our vibe, we put our people first, and that's where you get that high and you're winning and you feel that vibe, you feel the energy and you're really all about pushing yourself because you see that positive impact and the positive changes that are happening because of the work that you're doing on yourself. So it is a, it's a better end. And believe me, I used to go out drinking too much. Thank God I stopped that. This is significantly better drinking and partying and doing all that nonsense does not even get in the same universe as as this self-development and serving your people to the best of, of your ability I, listen i'm just listening to you and I, I know you have it's like the the everything as you said is like the wow moment you had that moment life changed for you and there is no way someone can change your mind right now it's over you know you live in a different you know plateau right now you're like different realm different you know sphere and that's all there is and folks you can as well so so how can people reach out to you, Patrick? Best way is I, I put everything I do, all my beliefs, my daily process. I show everything on Instagram. So if you guys are on Instagram, you can look me up there. It's my Instagram handle is the level up dad. So it's at the level up dad. And again, I put everything there from what I eat, when I eat, my training, my thought process, my mindset, all that kind of stuff. I document there. And I post daily. So I try and give you guys as much value as possible so you can see the impact of working on yourself, what it will have in your life, because we are all 99.9% .9 the same. So if it works for me, chances are it's going to work for you too. I love that level up dad. There's that dad thing in there. Like, you know, you caring. <laughs> I love yep. it. And, and people can reach out there so they can connect with you directly. And then you can take sure. it from there. If someone wants to program and it's, I guess, worldwide. So that's also awesome. Well, yep. listen, uh, Patrick, any, any, I mean, I know you've given a lot of wisdom, but anything you want to just close the, the show today with? The biggest thing, guys, is purpose over pleasure, right? Put your people ahead of yourself and become that best version of you for them. And that is the game changer. That will create a life that you dream of, that will create the life that your family deserves. And you get joy out of it at the same time. It's, it's, a, it's a roundabout way of, of giving yourself joy 
and it's really through the joy of others. And, and especially if you have a family, your kids deserve that, your wife, your family, your husband, they deserve you at the best. They don't deserve a subpar version of you. They deserve you at the best that you can be. So work on that guy, work on that girl every day. And like we said earlier, 1% better is the goal. So just get 1% better every single day and you're winning. Thank you so much for being with us, man. It's been uh, fun. Yeah, again, another powerful discussion and definitely a lot of good stuff that came out of here. And again, uh, even for those that are the best in their situation today, sometimes these reminders are just a good way to keep up. You know, it just keeps, you know, reinforcing whatever beliefs we have that are already there. But you know what? If we're not there yet, then this not only, you know, it's not going to reinforce, but it's going to start and kickstart, you know, some of our beliefs and changes and shifts, you know. So that's it for today, folks. Uh, American Age, uh, you know, we'll be talking again. New day, new show, new topic, new guest. Bye for now.